Welcome to Live Long and Dad. It's 8, 10 p.m. And it's our third time trying Cry It Out sleep training. The babies had their six-month checkup today. And it went well. Um, talk about that more in a bit. But first, top story is sleep training. Not going well. Um, doctor said that the closer they get to one year, the harder the sleep training will get. That, uh, he, you know, Kate is getting used to falling asleep on his tummy, on my tummy, and just got to try and cry it out with his kids. It went on for two hours. Uh, back with James, it lasted an hour and 45 minutes on the first night, 40 minutes on the second night, 20 minutes on the third night, and then he was good. So far, we've been at it for 30 minutes. Doctor said we should check on him every 20 minutes. So I did. I checked him on at 20 minutes, and he had barfed all over the bassinet. So now his zippity-zip is damp, and that one half of the two, or one of the two bassinets is covered in barf. So I put him in the other, I, I held him for five minutes, sang him a song, put him down. He screamed for another 10 minutes. I shortened the timer to 10 minutes because I don't know how long he was sitting in that barf. Um, I was just in the kitchen doing dishes, but I was listening to him cry and I heard no obvious barfing noise. So I don't like him laying in barf. Back of his head is now crusty despite my wiping efforts. So 10 minutes of fussing and crying and uh, yeah, it just super upset. So now I'm going to try. I don't think I have the stamina for this right now. I'm going to try having him go to sleep on me and transferring him and then having him cry it out. Maybe that will work. Probably not. But Cecilia, of course, is giving Heidi trouble going to bed. So <laughs> of all the nights, uh, you know, if Cece's going to pull another one of those not going to bed till midnight. Maybe I need to just, not tonight is not the night to do it with Cade. I don't know. But I really hate and suck at this nonsense. Uh, I understand it's needed, obviously with Cade, and it was needed with James. But just hearing them scream for that long is very tough. Um... And again, I had I, I was listening to him scream, and I had no idea he barfed. Um, hopefully, he won't barf again. Hopefully, the barfable stuff in his tummy is digested. Uh, didn't seem like a full bottle's worth of barf, but yeah, he, he's already drifting off right now. I'm sure you guys have been hearing him with the little remnants of his crying, but he's falling asleep. So. I think I'm going to keep him on my chest and keep talking to you guys until Heidi gets out here and I find out Cecilia's status. If she went to sleep, then I will transfer Kate over to the bassinet and give it a go. Um, <laughs> I told James, well, if you hear Kate crying, just try and go back to sleep, buddy. He has his rain, white noise going on in there. And I turned it up as high as 
I could until James was like, oh, that's too loud. Um, like, this time of night isn't my worry. It's it, when he wakes up at three and then I try and cry it out and James is woken up at 3 a.m. That's not going to be helpful. Um, and the baby's occupational therapist, uh, she says Kate is too young to do cry it out. Uh, he doesn't have the tools. And that's kind of what our guts were telling us, but we really like and trust our pediatrician. And that makes sense that, okay, Kate, the only way Kate will fall asleep is on his tummy, on my chest and tummy, in this chair. And he's going to, the longer I do that, the more he's going to get used to it. And then also sleeping in that swing where he's kind of cradled. Uh, he's been doing that for several months now. And... Uh, so it makes sense to me that we've got to break that habit. Just obviously Cade does not have the skill set to soothe himself. He keeps getting worked up until he barfs. And now he's damp with barf. At least I didn't get drenched in barf. A couple nights ago I did. It was the whole bottle. And it like went down on my chair. My shirt made a gross slapping noise when I threw it on the kitchen floor. And it was like so much barf that I'm like, well, I can't get up because it's like, it didn't just soak into my shirt. There's like visible streams on my shirt. Ugh. But, I mean, barf's better than poop, right? Um, I really hope CC, because already Heidi was looking a little triggered. I was doing the dishes and I walked out. I didn't realize she was on the couch and just had her head in her hands and looking at the baby monitor and Cece crying. And I'm like, uh, go, James isn't going to bed for another 20 minutes. Go read a book with him. Go hang out with him. You don't need to sit here and listen to Cade cry. And she didn't answer me. And I'm like, hello? And yeah, so she was not handling it so well and was only doing with it for five minutes so today was a busy day the babies had their appointment at 3 30 so I had to load them up at 3 didn't get home till like 5 15 um, and then before that e-site work and uh where did the days go? Just keeping babies alive. And grandpa and grandpa got grandpa and grandma got here at eleven thirty. And I had a decent amount of east site work, just scheduling and stuff, and a couple troubleshooting calls. Uh, and then I was on the phone with Apple support for an hour and a half. Uh, my watch, Apple Watch, for some reason stopped giving Siri feedback. It does sometimes. If I say, "Hey, you know who." What time is it? She'll answer me. But if I go, hey, you know who, write a text. She used to say, to who? And then I would say, uh, Heidi. And she would say, what would you like to say? And then I would dictate it. And then she would say, are you ready to send it? And I would say, yes. And she said, all right, I'll send it. 
And as a visually impaired person, that's very important that I get that audio feedback. And suddenly, it just is typing it out on the screen in super tiny font. And I, with Apple support via Twitter direct messages, had confirmed I had all the settings correct on both the phone and the watch. And I sent them screenshots of the settings and stuff, so that's not the issue. And this tech support guy, very nice guy in America, which is always nice. I was expecting some overseas call center. Um, had me unpair the watch and then try restoring it from an old backup. And that stalled out. So we did it again. And then it took a good like 20 minutes for the dang watch to pair and restore. And the problem was still there. And uh, so finally I'm like, hey, I gotta go to this baby appointment. And then I tried unpairing it again and then pairing it and backing it up from a more recent backup because I had some of the new watch faces and the new OS on there. And it, the phone wouldn't open up the viewfinder to view the nebula to pair it. And I had to restart my phone three or four times. Finally got it paired again, but that problem's still there. But I have a direct email access to my senior advisor, which is cool. And uh, he's going to escalate it to the engineers and try and get me an answer. Um, so that, that took up a chunk of the day. Um, baby appointment went well. Uh, Kate is 17 ounces, or 17 ounces. 17 pounds, 4 ounces, and 26.5 inches long. And Cece is half an inch shorter, and uh, I think she's 16 point, a little bit lighter. A little bit shorter, a little bit lighter. Uh, but doctors super pleased with their growth, uh, even off of... When they're preemies, they do corrected age. So they, Cade and Cece were born nine weeks early. So developmentally, they say they aren't six months. They're really four months. And uh, age-wise, they're six. Developmentally, they're four. And uh, so even without the corrected age, their percentiles are like pretty close to the middle. Like 48 percentile for size and height and weight, which is phenomenal for a preemie. And if you do corrected age, their height is like 92nd percentile, which not surprising with their dad. And not that it really matters at this age. Um, but yeah, they're doing great with uh, getting big and their head stability is, and neck stability is excellent. And doctor was really pleased. Um, Main takeaway was sleep training. I totally just want to let him sleep on me and mess around on my iPad and, and go to bed. But it's too easy to pass the buck to the next night and say, oh, I'm too tired to do it tonight. No time like the present. But uh, like I said, got to see what CeCe's status is. And she's going to give us trouble then. Do it a different night. 
and at six o'clock, baby bedtime is at seven. I was like, hey James, you've been asking for daddy time. Let's have some daddy James time. And at first he's like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, okay. Finally at like 6.15, 6.20, I got him to do it. And he's like, I want to play Legos. Great. And but until like 6.55, he was just trying to find specific pieces to build the Lego exactly the way he wanted. So there was no playing. By the time we finally got things built to his specifications and we were about to play, my grandma, my mom was supposed to be in charge of Cade, but she was tired, and so she brings Cade in and puts him down on the kick mat, and now I've got a crying Cade next to me, I'm like, uh, well, okay, I guess I won't play with James, and I'll carry Cade around so he doesn't cry, and Grandma's like, well, he just, he wants to be held all the time, he can't always be held, that's true, but at 10 minutes until bedtime, when he's tired and cranky, and he had his some of his shots today. Hold the gosh darn baby, like that, that's the only thing that's gonna work. So hold the baby. And uh, yeah, so sleep training sucks, and uh, I'm really dreading it because it's not like I can tag team it with. So, that is that. Uh, anything else exciting going on? No. Uh, Heidi and I have a date night on Saturday night. And he's going to watch the babies again. James will spend the night at Grandma's house. And it is a... Well, I don't want to... It's a surprise for Heidi. And... Uh, I'd hate for her to walk into the living room while I'm describing it. But it's a, a dinner, a themed dinner, uh, outdoors for COVID purposes, and uh, dress to impress, 60s themed, uh, Beatles uh, themed, and uh, it should be cool. Uh, it was a Facebook ad, Fever Events, it was the app that sells the tickets and uh, three course meal and sounds like fun and I picked up a couple other events uh, later in October there's a brunch out in Agura Hills which is a what half hour from here uh, at a ranch and a farm and they have goats so you're, we're gonna go have some mimosas and then see some goats and then we're gonna have a brunch at the farm with goat cheese or brunch items thought that sounded fun so that's in a couple weeks and then in february i know it's a long ways off but uh a string quartet doing tv and movie hits hmm, sounds like fun so those are three things to look forward to and then we got tickets for Knott's Berry Farm, a theme park out here. Their rides are still closed, but they're doing a Taste of Knott's where the park is open and they have food stands set up. $35 gets you a tasting card and you can choose five trips to whatever tasting stands you want. 
And uh, my buddy has gone twice now and said it was a blast. Uh, he went a couple days ago and we ended up staying like all day. I texted him at 8 p.m. and he's like, oh, we're still here. So that, okay. It's a long drive, uh, hour at best, usually an hour and a half to two hours with traffic uh, to go to a theme park that doesn't have rides. Um, Heidi's worried that James will have tantrums that rides aren't open, but I think as long as we explain it and not like he's going to see other kids on the rides and he's going to be jealous, which is what it is. Um, but there's like going to be a trick-or-treating area. So uh, we're going on October 10th for that. And uh, I'm glad I got the tickets because I told a friend of ours and I said, oh, it's already sold out. So good thing I pulled the trigger on that. Um, and then still trying to figure out what the hell to do for Halloween. Sit on the lawn and have prepackaged candy for the kids to pick up. Because, I don't know, James deserves something fun, though. Kate still has hiccups from the crying. Um, <laughs> I, I, for some reason, got a craving to play Assassin's Creed Black Flag, just specifically the ship combat. I want to sail around a pirate ship and fight other pirate ships. And so I had it on Xbox 360, which is still plugged in, but the disk drive is broken. And I've got an Xbox One. That game is backwards compatible. So I turned on my Xbox 360 to see if I had the saved game files still. I did. And a year or two ago, I had gone through the process of, I bought a wireless adapter for the Xbox 360, connected it, uploaded to the cloud my old game files, and now they're on the Xbox One, but I didn't remember if I did that for Black Flag. And is CC down, or is she still giving you trouble? Heidi just walked into the room. Um, so bear with me while I uh, bring Heidi up to speed. 20 minutes, like Dr. DeVay said, mm -hmm. and I was listening. I didn't hear him barf, but he barfed. So the left side of the crib has barf in it. Um, rocked him for five minutes and then put him down on the right side. Lowered the timer to 10 minutes this time because, and picked him up. He was inconsolable. And I'm like, if Cece's not going to go down easy tonight, it's not the night to do it with Cade. So I would wait till you came out and then figure it out from there. I was, you know, they, they literally just got their shots. Like, right. So. That's why I, that's why Cece was harder to get down than me. So try it tomorrow. Maybe, uh, maybe the next day. Or what, what do you think? Uh, let's wait a little longer. I don't think you. Okay. Yeah, I, I got mixed feelings because I do what DeVay said makes sense with the he's getting used to this and the more he gets used to it, the harder it'll be to break it. But Berthy thinks he isn't ready. Okay, so we'll wait a little bit longer. Yeah. Okay, so I did the dishes, uh, things ready to go. Uh, 
I'll keep podcasting for another five minutes or so, and then let's try transfer them and see how that goes. I love you. Love you. you want to say hi to the podcast people? How many do you have now? Do you have like eight people? The app doesn't tell me how, it tells me how many listens I've had for each episode. Mm -hmm. Typically there's seven to nine listens per episode. Uh, So I guess I have an audience of seven Seven to nine. nine. Yeah. I know Carlos listens, he says, when he's getting ready for work, which is a little embarrassing because I'm like, oh. Um, so do you have anything you want to tell the podcast? I didn't really go too in depth other than the sleep training thing about the baby's appointment. About the appointment, anything you want to, uh, I told him about what they said about sleep training and that he was happy about their neck stability, but that was it. Um. The cyst. Yeah, so there's, Devay's super happy about how they're growing, so that's good. Um, but yeah, so last Monday, I had to get up real early and take Cecilia um, to sunset for an MRI with contrast. So in order to do that, she had to be completely under general anesthesia. So, uh, did that. Um, she has a cyst in the towards the center of her brain. Um, I mean, it's essentially brain damage. But the early ultrasounds in the NICU, the head ultrasounds, um, plus in MRI without contrast she had while in the NICU uh, showed but not definitively that it was um, old an old injury that happened obviously when she was still very early in development so the neurologist and neurosurgeon explains that that's a very good thing. Like that's, that's what you want because the brain is still forming. So the brain essentially rewires itself around this damage that's there. So the initial readings from radiology confirmed that it's old, it hasn't grown, hasn't changed size or shape. And this is according to the radiologist, the, not the, the spec. Yeah, yeah not, not, the, not the neurosurgeon who will give me their opinion yeah. on it later this week. Um, this is the, the person, the, the tech who did, ran the test, uh, who looked at the results. Still a good indication though. Yeah. Um, so that is all very good and she's not having any symptoms that we would be concerned about like seizures or favoring one side or weakness in a side. 
um, or um, brain work good. Yes, brain work good. So that was very nice to have that kind of news after having to go through that. And now if we could just get this little dude to go to sleep. Not on me. His thing is a little damp, but whatever. Shall we try and move him? Seems like it. Wish us luck, podcast people. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you. He's got the hiccups. Should I wait till the hiccups go away? I ask like we have answers. Oh, here, let's. Oh, he's wet. Wish us luck.